What's up? Hey girl, so much. Get your cups ready because we're about to pour. This is the Queen's Cup. Who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you know you are? I'm a boss with a little bit of sassy and a whole lot of classy. I'm confident. I'm beautiful. Who do you know you are? I'm Risa. And I'm Rika. And this is the Queen's Cup Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Queen's Cup. It's your girl Risa. Hey, Rika here. And we're going to check in with you guys. So I guess I'll start. So this few weeks have been a whirlwind for me. Um, well, one, we are recording from my new office space. I'm excited. <laughs> I've expanded my practice to a bigger space. It's a hot mess right now, but we in here. So <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the most exciting things that's been happening. Um, it's been a few weeks since we talked to you guys. So Thanksgiving came. Had a great Thanksgiving, got to spend time with some immediate family and friends. Well, immediate family, sorry. Um, as you know, quarantine and pandemic. So it wasn't the traditional big Thanksgiving we normally have, but we still had a good time. I, I got in the kitchen and cooked a little bit. So I was excited <laughs> about that. Um, and then more recently, the past, I want to say two weeks, I've been having these chronic migraines that have been kicking my butt. The good thing is I've been losing weight, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> Girl getting snatched <laughs> in this pandemic. Um, but I've also been binge watching shows. So I've just finished Girlfriends, so now I'm watching the game. So for those who are who were fans, re-watching it again, a little bit older. It's so interesting when you watch shows when you're young and now you're older, you get to understand the jokes and the inappropriate stuff that's in there. And you're like, oh, shoot, I caught that. but i've just been catching up on shows um which is good because i never watch tv the thing is when you're not feeling well that's a great that that's kind of my way my thing and god is telling you to slow down so for me i've been watching tv relaxing not doing much and it feels great to do nothing because i'm always on the go so that's kind of what's been happening with me in the past few weeks so what about you erica for me, um, Thanksgiving was different, so I'm now like the new macaroni person in my family, so <laughs> trying to get that right. So that was uh, that was an experience because I got to have a certain type of cheese and all of that was kind of crazy trying to get that together. <laughs> but other than that, we spent um, Thanksgiving at my aunt's house, so we had social distancing, we had tents outside and stuff like that. It was really, it was really cool. Um, other than that, I recently um, got a new job, Yay! so I start on Monday, so, <laughs> so I'm happy for that, get that coin, so yes. <laughs> I'm super excited for that, so that's basically what's been going on with me for these last little two weeks or so, preparing for that, and then we're in the midst of planning a family reunion, so that's another thing in itself, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get that all together, but other than that, that's what's been going on with me lately. All righty, so... We're going to roll right into something different this episode. So I know we normally go into core conversations, but this episode we're going to do something called story time. So we wanted to just dig a little bit deeper into our history, a little bit about us. So we're going to do some stories for you guys this episode. 
So we're randomly going to talk about different experiences. So you're going to uh, basically be on a ride with us this episode. <laughs> so I'll let Miss Erica start first. Okay, guys. So we have five little papers that we've written topics on, so to speak. And so we're going to randomly draw whichever one that we pick up. That's what we have to talk about in this instance. So this is a story time episode. So you guys are going to hear some stories. So let's get into it. I'll Alrighty. go first. Let me, you know. <laughs> Shake them up. Shuffle them up, you know. <laughs> Hopefully I get a good one. All right. Um, <laughs> lesson learned. Okay. okay. So my first story time is for a lesson learned. So for me, my lesson learned is to be true to yourself and not change yourself for anybody. So most recently, well, I'll say one of my most recent relationships, so to speak, or whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> I felt like I was compromising who I was to kind of like fit this mold or try to be with this particular person. And it just was not a good situation was just toxic like mm -hmm. they were a toxic person and I didn't like how I was allowing myself to be treated or feel so my lesson learned is listen especially as we're getting older if you're in a relationship and you know it's not going nowhere why have even started because most of the time you know from the gate like this is not it mm -hmm. and for me like oh maybe things will change and it was just it just wasn't putting me in an emotional good place or emotional headspace so at this like this point i'm just like no like mm -hmm. <laughs> any signs or like god telling me like end it like you ain't getting no chance i'm sorry i don't got time for chances i'm getting too old for that mm -hmm. <laughs> i want to get married i want to have a family so my lesson learned is being true to myself and know you're not even getting a date. Like, <laughs> unless I feel like this where it's going to go, like, that's that's a no for me. Oh. So my lesson learned is being true to myself so I can get my man. All that's right. My, so she can get her man, my, okay? That's my lesson learned. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to pick mine now. Oh, let me get a good one. <laughs> a meaningful story. So my meaningful story is from last year. So I think I've said earlier that I'm an entrepreneur, so I work for myself. But before that, I worked at a hospital last year. And um, that was definitely an experience for me. The last year of working at the hospital was probably the worst work experience I've had in my life. Um but what I would say is, is that I've always wanted to work for myself from the moment I got my degree. I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. I just didn't know how to, how that was going to happen. So, um, a lot of people ask me like, how did you know when it was time? And to be honest, it was really out. It was either I leave now or, um, it's not going to be pretty <laughs> for me at my job anymore. But I feel like God was really just like pushing me out. So why this story was, why is it meaningful to me is because right before I turned in my resignation, um, I had been going through some things with my old boss and, um, it was a struggle for me because essentially I was fighting to still work my private practice, um, and work at the hospital. And essentially my boss did not want me to. And so funny enough, she, we got into this back and forth about working at my business 
and I had to like escalate it all the way up to HR because it she was just like no at every corner so she made like this to me it was a condescending comment to basically go tell me to work at a a job making minimum wage and this is nothing against people who work minimum wage but it was kind of like okay you want me to stop working my practice where I can charge whatever rate I feel like I'm worth and go work at a job making back then minimum wage I think was eight dollars and some change so I felt like it was an insult one and because she's a different race it, it had me thinking like was this a race thing too so because I had all of that opposition, like at one point I just was going to give up. I literally, I talked to my coworkers and I told them, listen, I'm just going to give up. I'm just not going to do my practice. Like, because I need my nine to five. This is how I'm helping feed my family and my household too. So I was just going to give up and say, forget it. Like I have to fight every week. We having this conversation about, should I, uh, quit? Should I not do it? Should I let it go? And this is for anybody who's listening is when you have a dream, when you have something that's inside of you, like it's a burning desire to do and you feel the opposition, whether it's from your job, whether it's from family, friends, uh, neighbors, whoever is in your close proximity that is deterring or trying to stop you from doing that dream or goal. Don't let them. Like if I would have let my boss stop me and deter me, she literally was like, yeah, good luck on that little business. And I was just like, girl, little business. She was definitely mm. very nasty and rude towards the end of my time there. And I had, let's say, I was, I resigned. My last day was November 1st last year. I was planning on making it until January of 2020. But I came back the following week and I told my coworkers, I'm not going to make it. Even if it's two months away, I can't make it here. Not one more, not one extra month. So I, instead of leaving January, I left in November. And even my last day there, she was so nasty. Um, She told me I had to stay late, later than what's normal. Like, you know, your last day at work, you don't work the whole day for what? <laughs> like, what am I working the whole day for? We out. <laughs> the lady was like, no, you got to work until later. I'm just like, and who going to stop me? Like, really? I'm exactly. out. So, um, yeah, she was like, good luck on your little business. She even made sly comments like, oh, you know, private practices don't work. Um, you know, a lot of people come back to work because their businesses fail. She was just so negative. And, um, but for a long time I was, I had my own fear. So it's like when you have your own fear and you, if you listening to what other people say, that will definitely stop and deter you. Needless to say, to say I resigned. It's been a year now since I've been working my private practice. I'm making double what I've made Ooh. at my nine to Ooh. five. <laughs> <laughs> and not to brag or anything, but to that is to say to those people out there who feel stuck, who feel diminished, who feel unheard, who feel like their dreams are deferred. Don't allow outside people to stop you from pursuing that goal or dream that you have. Because the reality is, is that you don't know what's on the other side of that fear what's on the other side of the the nose, the naysayers, what's on the other side of that could be your dream. It could be you living and walking in your purpose. So that story is meaningful to me because, um, one, I'm walking and living in my purpose, but two, I had a lot of opposition, um, from, in hindsight, from someone who really doesn't matter. You know, we feel like our bosses hold our lives in, they, in their hands and they hold their, our jobs sometime in their hands. But the reality is, is that it's not your life. And so for me, I had a lot of fear because I'm like, God, if she fires me, what I'm going to do, all this stuff. But the reality is, like, 
God opened one door, he'll open another. Mm -hmm. So that's why that story is meaningful to me. And for a while I had fear about telling that my job story because I'm like, oh my God, what if somehow it gets back to her? I don't care. (laughs) That lady is insignificant to me. And the reality is, is that I'm pretty sure along the way, someone in your life has been that naysayer or that person that told you no or slammed the door in your face. But you go through the window if the door is closed. You kick that door open. You find a way to go around so that you can pursue your dreams and goals. So that's my meaningful story. It was a little bit long, y'all, but I wanted to get it fully across so I can tell a piece of my story, a part of my journey. So that's my meaningful story. What you got, Erica? Okay, let's see what I pick, guys. (laughs) So mine is a funny story. So for my funny story, I'm going to go take y'all way back to the 80s (laughs) when this story happened. So... Uh, I'll give y'all a little background. So when I was younger, it was Christmas tradition for me to spend a night at one of my aunt's house. So my aunt has two boys. So I would spend the night with my cousins and it was always tradition for me to spend the night and open some gifts there or whatever, whatever. So this particular Christmas, I think it was Christmas Eve, matter of fact, my dad and my mom came to my aunt's house and they bought me a bird it was a parakeet and her name was Darlene so normally like I said I would spend the night at my aunt's house but this particular Christmas they surprised me with this bird but I couldn't stay with them I mean I couldn't stay at my aunt's house I had to either go home with my bird or stay there so this time I picked my bird (laughs) over my cousins so Long story short, I love this bird. Like, this was my first real pet, so I just love this bird. So, one day, my mama picked me up from elementary school. I think I was in the first grade, I believe. So, she was like, I have something to tell you. So, you know, being a little kid, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, like, what's happening? Like, (laughs) I'm going to get some, like, a treat or something. Like, I'm just excited. So I'm like literally begging my mama to tell me what it is. So she was like, no, I'll tell you when we when you get home. So we went to the, she was like, do you want to go to Hope, which was our neighborhood store <laughs> near my elementary school. Shout out to everybody who went to Olinda. You know what store I'm talking about <laughs> most likely. <laughs> so we went to Hope. I picked up my little orange soda. So we pulled into the, into the driveway and so my mom tells me, you know, what's going on. So I was like, oh, she was like, okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. She was like, Darlene died. And at this point, I'm like, wait, you literally made me beg you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, we could have said this. We could have wrapped this up, a, you know, a little while ago. So right. <laughs> I'm like, why? So I don't know. I guess she wanted me to break the news at home. I don't know. So we sitting in the car. And so she was like, yo, your bird died or whatever. So, like, I'm in shock. I'm upset. And then my mom asked me, did I want my soda? I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Sorry to put you out there, mama. I love you to death. (laughs) I'm like, wait, do do I want my soda? Like, I'm heartbroken, broken right now. (laughs) Do I want my soda? I'm like, oh, man. So, it gets better, guys. So I go in the house, and first thing I do, you know, I go to the cage. I'm not really expecting to see no bird in there because I know when um, Mama Bird died on Martin, they put it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> My bird was at the bottom of the cage, y'all. Like, 
laid out. Oh <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? We didn't even get it. Are you trying to traumatize me? <laughs> Why is my bird in at the bottom of this here cage? So I'm just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. So, oh my god. So <laughs> I go in a room, which my, we live with my grandmother at the time. So I go in a room and I was like, grandmother, Darlene died. She was like, I know. She was like, that's why I don't like these um these pets. You get so attached to them. So me and my grandmother sat there and cried. Oh my <laughs> We shared real tears about my bird. So anyway, so my mom says, Oh, we're going to the store. You know, we're gonna have a little funeral for her. So at this time, you know, I chippered up a little bit. So I was like, I'm excited. Like we, you know, we're gonna have a funeral, this and that. So we go to the store and come back. Why did my dad and my cousins, they not bury my bird without me? I'm oh living at this point. I'm like, are you serious? So we had like a stump in the ground from like where a tree was cut down or whatever in the yard. And I was like, he was like, oh, um, I think we buried her over. Like, really? Wait, what? <laughs> do you want me? Then my daddy is like, oh, do you want me to dig her back up? Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, dig my dead bird <laughs> And put her back in the ground. This is like the worst. This is things not to grow up in the 90s, first of all. These are things not to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> if your child lose their first pet, like, it was just wrong on so many, so many levels. So, but that was that was my funny story. Like, it was traumatic on so many levels oh my in God. the initial part. But listen, but I also learned, like, if you don't have heat, like, central air... <laughs> <laughs> Do not go buy a tropical bird because when it get cold. Oh my god! For them little bit of days, in, um, which we have even a shorter, um, uh, even shorter winter these days. But back in the day when it did last for like a week or so, like your pet might die. So I ain't buying no more birds unless it's central. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she did not survive, but oh, R.I.P. Darlene. R.I.P. Darlene. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Well, speaking of funny pet stories. So now that I'm a parent. Um, <laughs> oh God. Sorry. No, she goes say that. <laughs> my, my boys wanted a turtle. So we got this turtle in January this year. So a few months ago, sometime during the summer, I woke up and I saw the turtle floating. Lloyd. Lloyd. The turtle name was Lloyd. So I saw Lloyd floating in the morning. So I saw maybe he's sleep. So <laughs> late on that day, turtles need their rest. <laughs> maybe he's sleep. So late on that day, I go back to the to the because uh, he's like in an aquarium. I'm just like, oh, he's still floating. Oh my god! So at that time, my little cousin, she was at the house helping me with the kids during the summer. So I told my cousin, I said. I think because she also has a turtle. She had her turtle for a few years now. So she know about turtles. I said, I think he did. So she, <laughs> she took like a stick and started, sh you know, shrugging him, seeing if he would move. She said, oh, no, I think he did. I said, oh, my God, we got to get him out before the kids notice. So I said, I need your help. So my little cousin said, okay, I'll help you. So she she scooped the turtle up in like a, a you know, um plastic wear like tupperware and she said okay what are we gonna get rid of them i said i don't know let's just throw them in the trash in the, in the backyard <laughs> so, 
we throw them in the trash in the backyard. And so I said, oh my God, we got to replace Lloyd. The boys are going to notice that the turtle is gone. So I called my husband. He's like, don't replace them. Just no more pets. That's it. I'm like, I'm not going to do that to them. And then when I just tell him that he dead, I'm like, I don't want to traumatize my kids. So I sent my cousin to the pet store. I said, listen, Lloyd is about, if you put your hand like a circle, Lloyd was tiny, a tiny uh, turtle. He was a baby. Or maybe, I don't know, a teenager. I don't know. He was little. <laughs> Not a teenager. Oh, a teenager turtle. I don't know. Teenage, you and Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he was little. I sent her to the store to get a turtle the same size as Lloyd. Why she bring a turtle that's about the four times the size of Lloyd? So she bring back this humongous turtle. I'm just like, you don't think my kids, my kids are four and nine. At the time, they were three and eight. You don't think they're going to notice a turtle that's the size overnight Lloyd just grew? So I'm like, oh, my God. At this point, I just put the turtle in there. So the kids finally get out, and it took a few hours. Then they looked at Lloyd because they ch- they talked to him, like, once a day. So the older one, uh, the nine-year-old, was like, what happened to, what happened to Lloyd? He grew? <laughs> I said, yeah. Overnight, he just became an adult. <laughs> so he was eight. So the eight-year-old at the time was like, mommy, that don't sound right. I was just like, just don't pay attention to that. Just pay it, just, just Lloyd. <laughs> so the three-year-old said, mommy, what happened to Lloyd? I said, he grew. And so the three-year-old was like, oh, he a grown man now? I said, yes, he's <laughs> a grown God. man. So, <laughs> so, the next day, I guess the eight-year-old told the three-year-old that he ain't grow. The three-year-old came to me the next day and said, Mommy, did you kill Lloyd? Ooh. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, why would you say that? He said, Elijah said you killed Lloyd and you got another one. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so needless to say, I had to have a conversation with my kids and I had to tell them the truth. I had to say, yes. Lloyd died. He in turtle heaven. And mommy and your cousin got you a new one. So the three-year-old said, well, where is Lloyd? Where is he? I said, uh, he, we put him in a river. And <laughs> Not a river. He, he floated up to heaven. I cannot. On the river. <laughs> I cannot. And the three old just stared at me like he knew that he was very smart. Okay. The nine, the eight year old didn't say nothing because I said, just "Be quiet. Just let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me pretend to tell one child the, the, the story and see if the little one believe it." He just said, "Okay." So then uh, afterwards, I want to say a week later, they they finally came back and, and it was like, "Mommy, we know that Lloyd died and he didn't go up a river." <laughs> but we thankful for the for the new turtle, which now they call the new one Big Lloyd. And they go to the, every morning they go and check on him and make sure he ain't dead oh because they think <laughs> that mommy gonna kill the, the next turtle. Mommy gonna bring the five hundred oh turtle. Oh god! I mean the five hundred year old turtle. That was an experience. You hear oh me? Oh my god! I cannot. I grew up with dogs and cats. I have never had a turtle, any reptile, amphibian <laughs> type of pet. So I didn't even, I don't, to be honest, I don't know why little Lloyd died. But <laughs> my cousin bought that humongous turtle. I'm just like, girl, how am I going to sell a story that nothing happened to him with this big thing? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and needless to say, that's my, 
I just wanted to uh, piggyback on her funny <laughs> pet story because I almost traumatized my kids too. <laughs> But Lloyd, Big Lloyd is alive and kicking. Just so, so. <laughs> hopefully he lasts for a very long time. Oh my gosh! So, anyways, so yeah, so I piggybacked on her funny story. So now it's my turn to pick another topic. So <clears throat> let's see what she got. Guys. Oh boy, I have dating story. <laughs> Listen, for those who don't know, I've been with my husband for fifteen years. So I have not been on a date in 14 years yeah because we broke up for a year and i had some dates and then we got back together so what's my funny dating story i guess i'm going to tell a dating story from before my husband so i was in 12th grade that year was very interesting because (laughs) i went on quite a few blind dates (laughs) (laughs) with my other friend so she dragged me to these dates um, and we were, I want to say I was 17 and she maybe was 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. So there was this blind date. She met this guy. I don't know how she met him. And he, <laughs> she tagged, brought me along and he had a friend. So she was not street smart. Let's say that. Right. So <laughs> we, uh, they picked us up and we were supposed to go to. I want to say the, we were supposed to go to eat, I think. And the the restaurant they said we were going to go, I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. So we're in the car. I'm like, we're not going that direction. Where are we going? So she's all like, oh, la, la, la. I just said, girl, we are not going to, I don't know. Let's say it was Chili's. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. So they're like, be cool, be cool. We are going. So at this point we wound up, I think it was Hollywood Beach. I think that's where we wound up at. And one of the guys was a wannabe poet. Not a so, wannabe. Right. <laughs> Not a wannabe poet. I mean, his poetry wasn't that good. But he tried to play, <laughs> He was trying to play game, basically. So they had to be a few years older than us. And um, needless to say, our parents probably didn't know. So if y'all listening now... <laughs> And of course, I'm just like, what happened to feeding us? Like, I, I know we're not even like, we're supposed to eat. I like to eat. You know, take me to the beach. What y'all think about to go down? This is the first time we met y'all. Mm. So they playing all this game on her. They telling her, oh, yeah. Well, they telling us, sorry. Oh, yeah, we came for a romantic walk on the beach. Mm-mm. We got a picnic. I'm like, well, where the food at? Exactly. Don't do that. They had a blanket. So we sitting on the blanket. Of course, what they thinking about trying to kiss and I'm just like, uh, nah, this ain't happening. It's time to go. So they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to go, but let's just, it was at night. Yeah. We just going to let's look at the moon. And then the man starts spitting poetry, which was trash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, what? It was trash. It was like, roses are red, violets are blue. Like BS. If I was 17, I was 19, something like that. 
Ooh. And I'm just like, this is BS. So anyway, so needless to say, they was trying to get in our pants. Period. That, that was what they were trying Period. to do. Period. Trying to get in our pants. And my friend then dragged me to this blind date. <laughs> and, I had, and, and he was not attractive. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't attractive. He ain't feed us. And he's trying to get in our pants. Ooh. This was Three a strikes no. you out. This Three was strikes. A no. I'm like, this is a horrible blind date. This is a horrible date. So I'm just like, you need to take us home. So then um, they were like, y- y'all going home when we tell you to go. Oh. oh, oh, okay. That's what you think about to happen? So I said, if you don't take a home, I'm about to scream and yell on this beach. Because there was people there. It wasn't <laughs> like nobody was there. Excuse me. Hell, hell. I was going to scream. Listen, the same personality I have now was the same when I <laughs> I was a trip then. I'm a trip now. So I told her, I'm a scream. Now my friend was very naive and so she was like no they're just we're just gonna sit and relax and watch the sun the moon i'm like girl get out of here okay be quiet and just be quiet and let me lead so anyway so i'm arguing with the men to take us home at this point i'm like i can't call my parent because she don't even know where we at she can't call her parents because they don't know where she at so we stuck (laughs) we in hollywood beach somewhere because that was probably the first time i had been to hollywood beach I knew we had traveled to Broward County. I knew we went in Miami. So anyway, oh, so I'm just like, oh, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in trouble. So anyway, so I said, no, let's just walk. We're going to find a bus stop. Y'all, wait, what? <laughs> let's just walk. We're going to find a bus stop. Mind you, I'll be like, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night. I'm just like, oh my I'm like, why well, don't no buses in Broward? Like, this not my day. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, oh, Lord, we in trouble. Ooh. So, needless to say, they saw us walking. They were like, fine. So, they pulled up next to us, give us a ride. I was just like, listen, if y'all take us home, I'm going to kick your, you know what? And Ooh. I'm calling the police. Oh. So they took us back. Oh, I think I went to her house and then they got us from like, you know how you walk up the street so you, they won't come in front of your parent house. They had picked us up from the corner. I know the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. 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 Back then, we were uh, good girls, but uh, naive. Let me just say that. <laughs> so anyways, we finally got back home. Needless to say, Snuck back in her parents' house. They didn't find out with, that we had left or anything like that. Oh but that goodness. was probably the worst blind date I have ever been on. Oh my god! And um, so that yeah, that's one of my dating stories. Back then, um, we had went on a, quite a few blind dates that were very interesting. <laughs> back then, you could talk, you know, get on AOL or get on the party line and talk to these random people and link oh up. It was gosh. just ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank God for the blood of oh, Jesus. Thank you, because we have protected some, some silly decisions. Listen. Oh my God, Ooh. we made silly decisions. Mm. And some of them, Erica was there. She called uh, now. But ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Some of them, Erica was there. She wasn't there that one. Uh oh. But she was there. Uh oh. She was there. Some of them. <laughs> some of the bad decisions. <laughs> Woo. So, anyways, that's my dating story. Mm, mm. Oh, child, listen, this will be a whole look. This will be a whole lifetime movie. Listen, I yes. Oh my god, I have a lot of dating stories that I could tell. Oh, <laughs> she so do though. Maybe one day we'll tell. Listen, Maybe one day she'll tell y'all some. Of one of them that I'll tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
I used to work at this place. (laughs) (laughs) And at the time, this guy was like, he was like from out of town or whatever. And so, like, him and his, like, work crew would, like, come in and stuff like that. So, they'll come in and, like, order food or whatever, right? So, he would, like, try to holler or whatever, and no one really interested in him like that. So, he would just, like, come and just, like, you know, just just about every single time, if not every time he came, mm-hmm. asking me out on a date. So... Um, this particular time, um, I asked a friend of mine to come and, um, pick me up from work. So my friend comes to pick me up from work. So tells me she's outside. I come outside and I get in the car and, um, I don't, I think she already told me she was with someone. I can't remember, but I get in the car and, it's the guy who <laughs> has been trying to pick me up, like trying to holler or whatever. Oh, wow. So I'll get in the car, but mind you, y'all, my little pink uh, LG phone, whatever it was at the time, the pink flip phone <laughs> was dead, okay? And <laughs> so they decided, I was like, oh, um, we're just going to go by, um, a restaurant or whatever blah 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 whatever whatever so mind you she in the front seat i mean the passenger seat he's in the front seat i'm in the back seat i have no way to communicate with her what is going on oh my gosh because (laughs) my phone is dead so we get in there we sitting down it's hella cold excuse me it's super cold (laughs) in this restaurant so I'm like, oh, man, it's freezing in here. So it's like, oh, you know, she's asking me, Erica, you want something to eat, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I want to go home. Like, <laughs> you could have dropped me off. Like, right. I don't want to be the third. Like, I don't want to be here oh my God. at all. So, oh, my gosh, we had to be there for, like, uh, over an hour, I know, at best. Over an hour. And there I'm just, like, dying internally because, A, I don't want to be here. B, my phone is dead. So, like, if you're in a space where you really don't want to or need to be, <laughs> like, you can look at your phone to pass the time. It wasn't none of that. So, I'm just like, this is the most uncomfortable, <laughs> one of the most uncomfortable situations i ever been to. But I got another story that's even more uncomfortable than that. But I'll tell y'all that another time. But oh my that God. wasn't literally my dating story. But that was a dating story, and I was just like, "Didn't I know that story? I don't, I don't know." Yes, if I, heard. Oh, I told I you about that one. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't. What? Listen, I wasn't the friend, so it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the 2000s? So and so is this going? So it was not me. Listen, so. <laughs> I will never forget that. I couldn't believe it. But listen, y'all, ran, recent though, random stuff like this, ironic stuff like mm-hmm. this, it's happened to me constantly. So let's move right along to, so our, to we, our next story. We have one last one, so we both can tell an embarrassing story. Oh, so wait, what? We both can <laughs> no, tell. No, I think, I think she picked that one, guys. 
you know, that's hers. We both. Because we got. You got another one? Yes. Oh, I thought this. You can't have another. Right. That's the one I just did. Exactly. So we are both <laughs> going to tell our, our embarrassing story. <clears throat> oh, what's an embarrassing story? You got one, Erica? Oh, I got plenty okay, of you can embarrassing tell one first. stories. <laughs> she can tell I one first. I have plenty of embarrassing stories. Oh, yeah. Hmm, I got a lot of them. Do we like, have any embarrassing stories together? Together? So, we... Well, it's somewhat embarrassing, but at the same time... Uh, we did get hit by a car together. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can laugh now because this was, I don't know, 15 years. When did we get hit by a car? This was 2005, 2006. 2006, so 14 years ago. On my daddy's birthday, guys. So, yes, let's tell this story because this was definitely. So, me, Erica, and another friend at the time, we were... Walk, we were going to Walmart to buy our men at the time Valentine's Day gifts. And she the only one. I'm the only one still got the man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like. Ooh, that year, we all three of us had men. Uh, so we were so happy. La, 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 la. In La La Land with our gifts for our men. And we were in Gainesville. We went to college in Gainesville. Oh my Shout God. out to the Gators. Uh. We went to college in Gainesville, so we were in Gainesville, and this was our first year in college. Yeah. Our first year in college. So, um, I'll pause and I'll let Eric, we're going to go back and forth in between the story, both of us. So, anyways, uh, I'll let Eric tell the next <laughs> So, let me part. give y'all a little background. <laughs> so, okay, we were all freshmen. <laughs> they were they were attending UF at the time. I was attending Santa Fe at that time. So we were at, uh, I forget the name of this, um, grocery store or plaza, Butler Plaza, right? Butler Plaza, yeah. So we were at Butler Plaza. So we don't pick up our little gifts from Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> Again, we're freshmen. Right. <laughs> and that's where you get your freshman gifts from. Right. So, <laughs> so, we, were, so we were freshmen. And um, anyway, so I... Had the broad idea, let's go to KFC. Yeah. <laughs> so we were hungry, was man hungry. So I was like, let's, so me, um, I'm getting ready to, because I, I walk faster than most people. So. Oh, well, let's pause there. We didn't have a car, so we walked everywhere. <laughs> we walked or caught the bus. So none of us had cars, so we were walking in this story. So just to paint the picture. Go ahead, Erica. So, <laughs> I, so I proceed to cross the street jaywalking and <laughs> our other friend at the time says or our other friend excuse me says um hey let's go and cross at the crosswalk because she read an article <laughs> how some girl was killed crossing this very street so yeah. I'm like, oh, and then Reese was like, Erica, let's just go. I was like, okay, let me be obedient. <laughs> so we cross on a crosswalk. I am literally like a foot or two from the sidewalk, and I hear something push me, or I feel something push me, and I look back, and I'm about to say, why y'all playing? <laughs> but... <laughs> 
as I look back to see who pushed me, two of my friends are flying in the air. Because all three of us have got hit by a car. Why did I feel a car was a push? I don't know. But I was in shock. So, Risa can feel y'all in. Oh, God. I'm sorry. We can laugh now because this is years later. But all three of us got hit by a car at the same time. <laughs> so the lady was turning. So, so for she those, hit me first. She hit her first. And allegedly, I got hit second. And then Laura. Yeah, well, she swiped around to make that turn. Mind you, why did she turn in the far left lane? I'm sorry, the far right lane is be unbeknownst to me to this day. Mind you, <laughs> they say in the nighttime you should wear i don't like a big white jacket so like <laughs> right it's not like we were wearing all black <laughs> exactly so i'm gonna let Risa. Uh, so yeah so the lady well the good thing is we were in the crosswalks mm-hmm. because if we jaywalked we probably wouldn't have been able to take our legal route we did right. so uh so yeah she hit all three of us and um the story is because i don't remember to be honest i i flew in the air I don't remember that part. I was in shock, really. I was literally in shock. I just was like, did this just happen? So luckily there were bystanders there and people helped. Uh, uh, our other friend, actually, her foot was ran over. Um, so her foot was messed up, really. Um, and we called our family and my family thought that we were all drunk. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> they were like, were y'all drunk? That was the first question. How all three of y'all get hit? That was the question everybody asked. How do all three of y'all, one of y'all didn't see and jump out the way? Right. And it was like, y'all got to do everything together? I'm like, really? What you think was some type of pack? <laughs> like, <laughs> we were just moseying along on our way to get some KFC. And oh we got God. hit by a car by so, this lady. <laughs> so we on the side of the road and our other friends started cracking up like well both of us were like cracking up like this can't be real right i can't believe we just got hit by a car risa is crying i thought because she was sad later found out she cried because she was pissed (laughs) so we had like all type of emotions going on yeah so when the ambulance came risa and our other friend got in the back of the ambulance of the ambulance and I got in the front because at this point I'm in shock. I'm like, <laughs> I'm right. not feeling no pain at the, that current moment because I'm like, I'm in complete shock. So when I get to, well, when we get to the emergency room, the lady was like, oh, you know, do we want to do an x-ray, da, 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 this and that. I was like, oh, I'm fine. She was like, um, well, you know, you might start to feel pain because you're probably in shock. Um, do you want me to prescribe you some Tylenol? I'm like, sis, I could pull, <laughs> I could pick up Tylenol on my own. I really don't need you to put a prescription for it. Right. So, uh, um, down the line, well, very near, uh, actually the next day we was all like walking around like some very old, decrepit yeah, we were, <laughs> people. We were, we were there. We were so, hurt. like that initial pain that we didn't feel right away, um, what a well besides the 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 foot getting ran over, but other than that, not having no initial pain, we definitely felt that the next day. The embarrassing part is, well, I won't say embarrassing, but uninformed somewhat. We didn't know anyone's number by heart that lived in Gainesville, and the only person. Yep. <laughs> 
just like y'all bees got we hit by a car. We was like, wait, what? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. We can say her name or not. <laughs> but our <I> like, <laughs> my friend, she was the only person we knew. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. And she cussed us where out. Where is the sympathy? First of all, <laughs> she definitely y'all cussed bees us out. like wait what? <laughs> That's how she talked, y'all. That, that was her terms of endearment. Y'all bees got hit by a car. It was like nobody could believe it. Like everybody we told either thought it was a joke, we were drunk, or like, what? Why did y'all hold hands and say let's oh get hit God. together? Like, they, <laughs> I remember sitting on the side. She was like, "Oh my gosh, they broke our light bulbs." <laughs> oh yeah, we had light bulbs. It literally in the bag. took months for us to get them light bulbs. Also, we did not have health insurance either. None of none of us. So, like, when we got in the ambulance, oh my uh, God. I think even one of them asked, did you want to get in there? And I think they told you, like, if you get in the back, they're going to charge you too. I think it, somebody made that comment. I remember. I don't know if it was the EMT or maybe somebody, a bystander. But then they made a comment like you. Because at this time, I hadn't, we had never been, like, in no serious accident well, like that. I um I had never been in an accident, but I do remember. I vaguely remember that. But I know, like, when you get in an ambulance, listen, I gotta be about to flat out need to be airlifted somewhere. They Don't put me in no ambulance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do not, because they're gonna charge you like, excuse me, six hundred dollars, which is ridiculous. So I was very glad I did not get in the back of so that. Because she got in the front, she didn't get that bill. The <laughs> back of the ambulance, like, wait, what? We got that nice bill. But luckily mm-hmm. enough, um, you know, we did have to go through physical therapy mm-hmm. and all of that massage therapy and all of that stuff because we were actually hurt. It wasn't just like, you know, some people, oh, my neck and my back. Right. Like, we, we were really actually, hurt. Right. And it's just the grace of God. We can make light of it yeah. now, but um, we know that it's very serious. And for pe- some people, unfortunately, don't, you know, survive that. It's just the grace right. of God. But that whole ordeal. It was, we can laugh is usually. <laughs> We can definitely laugh now. Exactly. Usually unheard of. Right. It's like, what? All three y'all got hit Three by? people. Sis hit three people. Three people. And uh, thankfully, there was a great outcome to that. But <laughs> we can laugh about it now. It's definitely <laughs> somewhat of an embarrassing story that uh, we don't necessarily talk about much. But we did get hit by a car together. So we are uh, hit by a car twins. <laughs> Triplets. <laughs> Down by blood and life. Right? Oh, my God. What an experience. We've had... So- Listen, maybe one of these episodes, we got to talk about our freshman year in college. Because that in itself, <laughs> that first year of college, oh, my God. Hands Ooh. down. We got stories for days. Oh, my God. <laughs> stories for days. But thank you guys for listening to Storytime. We hope that you were enlightened you laughed you were tickled by some of these stories we told yes uh we wanted to share with you guys and give you a little sneak peek into us personally some backstory and some history about us so we hopefully you enjoy story time today and so so we're going to roll into our last segment for this episode which is the q a and we have a question from one of our listeners which is what is the most romantic thing someone has done for you? So this is a cool question. So what I would say, the first thing that comes to my mind is not the most romantic because me and my husband have been together for a long time, but one of the more recent, mm-hmm. I guess, romantic slash thoughtful things is I said earlier that I've been having chronic migraines on and off for the past uh, two weeks. 
So I was supposed to move into my office uh, earlier this week. Um, but because I wasn't feeling well, um, I hadn't planned, like I wanted to get a mover. I wanted to, you know, coordinate everything. I just wasn't really up to it. So uh, a few days ago, my husband surprised me and he moved every single piece of furniture, everything <laughs> himself into this new office. And um, he surprised me because I had no idea. I thought that he would maybe get a mover or have his brothers help him. But he moved everything himself. He disassembled everything and reassembled it back into this new space. And um, on top of that, when he came home, um, he surprised me with one of my favorite meals. So I was blown away, to be honest. Now, my husband is very, very thoughtful. Um, and my love language is acts of service. Um, and I like gifts. But, <laughs> <laughs> but his love language is also acts of service. Um, so that's how he shows his love and appreciation. But when he did that, I was just like blown away. I was just like, really? <laughs> but <laughs> it was very thoughtful of him to do that, to be honest. Um, you know, because we've been together a long time, we have done the candlelights and the things on the beach and the this and the that and the trips, which are all amazing. But now that we're older and we have kids, it's really the thoughtfulness that sticks out to one to each of us now um, and time that we spend together. And just the little things that we do for each other that are not necessarily glamorous, so to speak. Trust me, I do like nice things. But <laughs> um, when it comes down to like acts of service and spending time together and he just just little thoughtful things like you know even if it's like checking on my car and making sure my oil or my gas or um you know things around the house or things that i don't necessarily think about that he does um it's very very thoughtful so i would say that's the more more recent thing that just happened actually a few days ago is when he moved everything into the office and then surprised me with dinner so that was one of my more recent romantic or thoughtful things that my husband has done. And so what about you, Miss Erica? Yes, that was super sweet. It's always nice to know someone is thinking of you, especially your spouse, because they're supposed to. Yes. But <laughs> just know that they're taking that extra time, you know, and I think that's amazing. Um, for me, one of my most romantic dates that I've ever been on was... Um, it was like a little bit before my birthday and um, this particular time I had decided to go out of town. So um, it was kind of unexpected, but um, I was going to be there for my initial birthday like I, just, like I had planned on. So um, I was a little, you know, a little sad that we weren't going to spend it together, but um, they surprised me and we ate at the... Well, we went out to eat, excuse me, and then afterwards we went to the beach and, like, you know, put down a blanket or whatever, just, like, you know, relaxing and talking and stuff like that. And just, like, I don't know, like, to me that was, like, really special because when he we were out there, like, he gave me a gift, and it was something that, um, I don't know, like, I read, like, the poetry that I, that I recite, so... He has some of it framed and in like an embroidered message into the frame. So that was like super cute and thoughtful. And especially like, like you remember my favorite poem and put it like mm -hmm. <laughs> in something for me. So like, 
that was one of the best um dates that I've ever had. Other than that, um, I remember like this person that I dated in the past. They used to always bring me like these snacks, and it was just <laughs> it was just different because it's real cute to me. Like when somebody think of things that um that's personal to you and like try right. to like give it to you. Like I don't know, it was just something that mostly like every single time I would see this person well first of all they asked us like oh what kind of snacks do you like so I like Doritos and then at that time I was like crazy about power eggs mm-hmm. so they bring me like a Doritos power egg and it was like these triple chocolate M&M's from back in the day oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> that used to be on point but it just used to make me bubble inside that somebody taking the the uh, the time to like really think about the details about you like that right. was super sweet like they always used to do that so things like that it, and it to me for me um also I think it's a good time for us to to tell our listeners how much we appreciate them but not only that like the majority of our listeners are men yes who would have known who would have thought not me <laughs> Not me. Okay, so men, we appreciate you. We don't know what exactly it is that that intrigued you about us unless you tell us and we would love to hear from you. So right. you know, check us out on the Queen Cup the Queen's Cup podcast on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And let's just let if you want to, you know, share to us share with us what makes you um intrigued about our show but we are we are thankful for y'all <laughs> we are absolutely thankful thankful to our brothers that are listening but mm-hmm. also all of our listeners yes. we want to thank you every person who mm-hmm. tunes into our podcast every two weeks every person that submits a question your likes your comments on our social media page we absolutely appreciate each and every one of you And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the podcast, please send us a question to our email, tqcnation at gmail.com. Or you can send it to us on our social media pages. And we may just choose your question to answer on our next episode. So what a great episode we had telling you guys story time. Yes. We wanted to do something different this episode. So thank you all for listening. We are coming to a close of this episode. And hopefully you guys enjoy the stories that we told today. Yes. Remember to love on your loved ones. This holiday season is not all about the money and the gifts and all that jazz. Just yes. enjoy the people that's in your life while you have time with them. Because time is not forever on this side. So just remember, appreciate every moment that you have. Great or small. Absolutely, absolutely. And remember to take care of yourself. Remember to fill your cup. Because you can't pour from an empty one. Thank you. Bye. Have a good one. Later.